It's a it's a crazy time, but holy shit, Kate, we have so much show today. I'm like I'm I'm wondering so if we should. So much show, we got so much show. Oh my it's god, the show of there's all shows. so it's much so much show. show. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's a new theme song. <laughs> it's a perfect theme song. <laughs> no, but I'm like I'm tempted to to separate some of it out and just like t- like talk about them as fucking bonus clips. We'll just see what happens. I guess yeah, we can just see what happens. Hey Fucking... Jason, where are they gonna where are they gonna see what happens? The Savage Land. With a capital G, ball in the beat. Status Chris Paul or John Paul in the league. Grab a mic, till the knuckles will bleed. Cause I believe the potent and I'm potent. Have you geek like speed? If rationale is natural, I will weave. It's all edges and peace. Set and press me on a permanent speed. I'm in the world where my princess is player. Ain't you feeling my beta? And my lore grows greater and greater. Him trails drop poisonous vapors. Have you shaking like Gator? Been trill, nigga, process to data. Blu-ray wave, follow a beta. I DVR to later. Copper Massa with a G to my waiter. You whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back to the Savage Land. <laughs> I'm fine with that one. <laughs> yeah, keeping it. All right, who we got in the... Uh... <laughs> 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 how, quickly, how quickly can we derail the podcast? Let's, let's fucking... Let's derail the... the, 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 the let's derail the pants off. I'm Jason. I'm uh, I'm I'm here in uh, in the old La La Land. Up for debate. Uh, who else? <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many other people here in the room. I don't All think we have people. time to get to everybody. Oh, there are people in spirit. <sighs> I'm Rachel. <laughs> are you sure Sounds about that? so bummed. Are you disappointed that you're Rachel? <laughs> oh man, I'm mad again. I'm Rachel. How come I keep drawing Matt out of the hat? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if we changed our names every single episode? (laughs) Gave people no consistency. They probably they would, but I'm like like I'm sure now that we've done fucking what eighty something episodes of our podcast, I'm sure that uh, that people would know who we are. But like, let's say we started from episode one, just not. Like with, like never giving our actual names, just constantly changing it. That'd be pretty fun. Okay, I'm Sklonji. <laughs> Sklonji. Well, but now we got to delete all 81 of our other episodes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I actually. Be a bad idea. <laughs> at least, at least the first one. We could do away with like at least 50 of those, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Speaking of which, though, uh, and if the listeners want to help out with that, that this this particular thing, that'd be great. Um, I, for reasons that I can't specify right now, um, I need to compile uh, a a short list of like our best episodes. So I was I was going to ask you guys about this off air, but like if you could give me uh, any of your uh, favorite episodes we've done, and and if the listeners could as well, that'd be uh, that'd be fantastic because I need to get one of them lists together. And I like I've sucked at keeping track of which episodes I've loved. Wouldn't it be just mind-boggling if we asked that and everybody was like, "Oh, I love that Marvel Legendary episode." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that that'd be like that'd be well. Okay, it wouldn't be the best thing that I could hear because that's like a one episode that is entirely different from every other episode we've done. So that would mean that the other eighty episodes that we've done sucked compared to that. 
No, no, Jason's voice but. has really added to everything, <laughs> and I, and I wish that he'd do it more often. Yeah, it would it would counterbalance the uh, the one star negative review that was Five all about stars. me. I still okay. I still have a suspicion that the person who wrote that review never listened to any episodes of the show except that one, and and maybe had some sort of personal vendetta against me. I I don't know. You just keep on thinking what you want to, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> It's all a conspiracy. I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> however, however you sleep at night, it's all good. <laughs> and the truth comes out. It was Matt that wrote the review the whole time. <laughs> it's my alter ego, Schlonky. 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 Is that what it was? <laughs> Fuck, dudes. New, it's it's uh it's been a heavy couple weeks. We there's obviously there's the obvious elephant in the room of what happened, but we've already sort of addressed it. Uh, we did our uh, silent protests, sort of. We silent Rachel and I silently protested protested through Jason not being silent. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which could be said for any number of episodes we've done. Yep, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but it's not all been it's not all been doom and gloom. No, it's there's there's been some good stuff that's happened in the doom and gloom. So we're I mean, we're hoping Jason, to... by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth, we saw Doctor Strange. Oh, he's, 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 he's tied tied in the reference. We did see Doctor Strange, and we'll, kind of, I don't know if you got really excited for that or if that was a bit. I think it was a bit. Maybe it was both. Maybe I got excited about doing the bit. Here's the th- here's the thing. We're recording. We record in different rooms. I wish we had a webcam. We could just see Jason because I bet you anything in that moment he was like running around his house, like <laughs> super happy about life. Well, that's why that's why I can't do a webcam is because it wouldn't be able to keep tracking me as I'm moving around constantly while we record this. Mm, I gotta get you one of those drones that like follow you around. <laughs> those those fucking narcissism drones. The narcissism yeah, drones. It's oh not my creepy god! At all that that right there is the end of civilization. Are those real? Yeah, those are that's real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like you know how you know how there's those Snapchat filters where Snapchat will like follow your face with a filter. Yeah. It's that same, same thing, kind of but it's a drone yeah, instead of a no. filter. Yeah. So instead of having it, it, like the puppy dog it, ears that show that you're a hoe, it's the fucking drone that shows that you're a narcissist. Well, but it's not always in front of you. Sometimes it's behind you too. You you can like set it to you. That's true. Or you can have a. You can have, uh, like, your phone acts as a controller for it, because it just kind of flies. But yeah. it also keeps track of where your phone is, so hmm. it follows that. Or if oh. you don't want to keep your phone with you, you just inject this tracker in you and uh, and, and have it follow you around always. Or you put this hat on. It's, it's really, <laughs> really, really <laughs> this propeller uh, hat no, right but it, on top of your they're, head. They are kind of cool, because they can do, if you wanted to do, like, film yourself skateboarding or skiing or something you can do that and it follows you that's kind of cool yeah that is i mean for that like i'm sure and i'm sure that's like the reason that they were invented but as always we find any type of narcissism we can possibly pull out of any new technology well yeah i mean yeah obviously they made (laughs) they made it all for me anyway exactly yeah they made it all so that my face could be seen by more people watch me Uh, speaking of making our, our lives, uh, more important than, uh, than they might be, should oh, we, uh, gonna, should we give... I'm gonna challenge you. Can you segue like a champion as well as I did on that other episode we did? Well, yeah, I was about to. Yeah, keep trying. I'm just giving you the challenge now for the whole episode. <laughs> you better challenge, ch- ch- uh, segue like a champion. I'll segue the fuck out of it. Uh, so, uh, speaking of making your own life more important than it actually is, uh, before we talk about 
the uh, Doctor Strange and and all that other goodness that's uh, been abundant in the last couple weeks under the radar. Uh, let's uh, let's give people some catch up about our own uh, experiences. Uh, yeah. two two point three. Yeah. Yeah. One star. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, never mind. I'll never. I'll never do a segue again. No, your challenge is still there, dude. I'm just. We're gonna rate you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming Black Mirror really fast. Peanut gallery. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was a good episode. Did you finally? Wasn't did it? you finally start watching more? Yeah, I, I watched the uh, the Prime Minister has sex with a pig episode uh, a few days ago. So, oh, so God. Good. So messed up. So messed up, I've dude. Never I, yeah, so I've never felt seen... so queasy in my life. For real. It's like, it is, it is, they, they don't make it easy on you. I, you know what, I, really... think, I think it's a good idea to start with that episode, and it's also like, it probably turns a large chunk of people off from watching the rest of the episodes, which are just as important to watch. Yeah. because it's so like Apex Twin music video, just like ooh. That's the first episode I watched. It's the first one. I mean, yeah. it's, it's season one, episode one. And it's, then I, yeah. I kept going, and then it was like, oh, okay, this is fucking awesome. It's. I think it was like. I mean, I think it's. Yeah, it does suck because it. I'm sure it turned off tons of people to the show, but like, yeah, it's also sort of. If the you point, make right? it through that episode. Yeah, it is sort of the point. And if you can make it through that episode, you're pretty much prepared to watch the series. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. you're prepared for anything. <laughs> yeah. Um No, it's and I it's what's interesting, I'll I'll bring this up really quick, is yeah. that uh that so my favorite I've only watched three episodes, but my favorite of the three episodes was um the one about that uh that virtual reality uh haunted house or whatever. What was that episode called? I don't remember, but that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was episode two of uh of the new season. Um but I, I found out it was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yep. Which is freaking cool. Like, yeah. I really, that guy. I really liked that that uh, that episode. Yeah, I did too. Me too. It, like, it went, and it the went, conclusion it went, of it was... It went all the way to the top. Uh, <laughs> he's, it really he's, did. He's still in my lines. You're just, I'm just too fast. <laughs> That's a that's a callback to a Living Dead Minute episode that won't air for another two weeks flash, or so. Flash, flash, hundred yard dash. Woo! <laughs> we can see into the future. What shit? What? Oh, that's okay. That was from Zootopia. Yeah, I watched that the other day. Yeah, I love Zootopia. I love that movie. That was a great movie. Is that a good segue into your catch up, Matt? Speaking of Zootopia, how'd you like Zootopia? Oh, I already seen it. We, I think I already talked about oh. it. Yeah, I've seen it's it new. a Come million on. times. But I will. We can. We can. We can. We can. Uh, I'll. I'll allow it. Two point four. <laughs> All right. I'm getting better. Yeah, that, that was better. Yeah, out of ten or out of five? Uh, out of five. Uh, there might be some sympathy poison there, so don't get too cocky. <laughs> um, nice shot, kid. Nice shot, kid. Uh, what did I do? I watched Zootopia again. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again I for two weeks. Zootopia forty three times. <laughs> if you nailed the math on that, I'm gonna be fucking impressed. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Um, that's the thing. Yeah, it has been like three weeks for ketchup. So yeah, exactly. You, you better have at least something. Better have at least something. I sat in my room and stared at the wall for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Cried and cut yourself just to feel something in the wake of all this depressing news. Uh, no, what did I do? I played. Uh, well, let's just let's see if I can reverse engineer this. I started. I play. Been playing. Uh, Dishonored two. 
that's a fun game. I like it's a stealth sneaky game. I like stealth sneaky games because I can play them. What's what's the premise or like what's the the setting of it? Uh, I don't know. Dishonored. Oh, it's uh, steampunky. Steampunky. Let's go. Oh, with, let's go with steampunky. But it's not bad steampunk. It's pretty good. It reminds me of Bioshock. It's kind of similar similar to Bioshock, sort of. Whenever I hear steampunk, I get pretty nervous. Well, you're you're uh, you're. You're 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 rightly so to be nervous because yeah. Unfortunately, steampunk has uh, somehow embodied also the worst of the worst with the uh, content. Yeah. Um, unfor- Although apparently there's unfor- that Marjorie Lou comic that's like super steampunky that's supposed to be good. Maybe I'll read it. I don't know. Anyway, keep going. I don't know. I mean, that, yeah, that's the thing. Is like the 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 idea behind steampunk is is excellent, but it just has unfortunately led to a bot a lot of uh, really bad movies. Uh, no, not yeah. movies, books. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and too much neckbeard, I think, in that whole uh, fandom. Um, I mean, we, you know, I, in terms of movies, we did get Wild Wild West, so we could all be pretty happy about that, right? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> it's the best movie ever. Yeah, I mean, duh. God, duh. <laughs> anyway, no, it's the same sort of thing. Steampunky, I don't know, kind of, but it's a stealth game. You sneak around, you assassinate people. And I enjoy I, I enjoy it. I would love, like, just speaking of Wild Wild West, I would love for somebody else to take a crack at a movie with that type of concept. Steampunk? Like, not, like, well, because Wild Wild West was a little more than just steampunk. Like, it was, it was, like, steampunk sci-fi type stuff, you know? That's what steampunk is. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. That Like, well, Wild Wild West had things in it that weren't typical of, of steampunk. Like, what, machines that run on steam? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, no! I mean, like there were, there was. I don't know. I don't remember that movie too well. It's it's totally like, it's like firmly in the world of steampunk. Yeah. Oh well, then you're not wrong. Never mind. No, Nobody you, do it. You're not. No, people should. People should absolutely do it. <laughs> I don't think it's a genre that should, that should be forgotten due to its poor content thus far. It's it, you could write. Some, you could do some pretty cool stuff with it. Just. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I've read a couple steampunk books, and some of them are okay. Some of them are really not that good. Same, but they seem to be like yeah. you know one of them, they're like a, a lot of them I found have been like for young adults and young adult books. Unfortunately, are just generally not good. They're pretty bad. Yeah, it's they're like oh they're young adults. They're a little bit dumber. Let's make these books a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> these books a little they're bit. like adults, but not as smart. Yeah, I I I will defend young adults. They're <laughs> obviously it's not all good, but I do prefer some of the stories. Because they are less detailed and I, they're faster paced. I will absolutely give that and that point to you. My brain sure. works a whole lot better with that kind of storytelling. I'll, I'll, I will absolutely give you that point uh, because there are some good young adult stuff, but there's a but lot. But it of still needs to be an interesting story, yeah. obviously. Well, I mean, we could. Yeah. I think we could safely say that Harry Potter's young adult. Yeah. Yeah, Harry. See, that's that's actually. I was I was totally going to bring that up. Is that Harry Potter sure. and <laughs> Ender's Game? I think are both young adult uh yeah based books and the, and those are two of my fucking favorite series of all time yeah sure yeah. i mean I, I i i would say ready player one probably fits in that category as well oh definitely and that so i'm not here's saying the thing about ready player one it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good book i you know like it's it is one of my most enjoyable books however i think as purely as a literary story and like you know in its story elements that don't involve like the sort of nostalgia coolness factor i think it's serviceable at best 
Sure. But I think it, it amps that up a lot higher when, when it brings in all the sort of nostalgia feels. Yeah, for sure. I read his other books, but not great. Yeah, I'm still like taking Armada like one or two chapters at a time here and there whenever I decide I want to yeah. listen to that book. <laughs> it wasn't, eh, it just wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't great. But he's, I mean, he's a great guy though. Like, um, he, 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 he does stuff. He does. He, he does, does stuff. A lot of stuff. <laughs> My problem with and Ready I'm sure, Player I'm sure Steven One Spielberg was will probably do a good job. That to me again, it's so detailed, and there's a lot of details that I just don't care about for most of the story. <laughs> and it the, was just the the Atari model, whatever the shit stuff. Like even when he's like planning to, you know, infiltrate and that whole like part was just like. Ugh, I don't care. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> that is very fair. I yeah, I had some of those same complaints when I was reading it. It's like okay, like we we get that you know a whole lot about this stuff, but let's yeah, let's keep it going here. Uh, what else you anyway, do? Anyway, back Matt? to you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> also, screw uh, so- the Hunger Games and Maze Runner and and Divergent. Anyway, there you go. No, I love the Hunger Games. Uh, the Hunger Games yeah. were. The third book was garbage, but the first two were good. Yeah, I agree with that. The first book of Divergent is really good. The rest is garbage. Mm. And, uh, mm. and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I read three chapters of that. Maze Runner was really good. I did read the. I read the first three chapters of Divergent, and I <clears throat> I wanted to claw my eyeballs out. Yeah, I couldn't do it either. I, I although I did do it, I just didn't like it. Uh, and I did the first two Maze Runner books, and Uh. here's four factions of people that can only exhibit one personality trait because that's how it happens. Have you guys seen that SNL skit where they kind of make fun of all those things? Yes. No, but I want to now. So good. It is really good. They're like the guys. Like, uh, I just got back from the dark. They're like, why do you call it that? It's because it's dark. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, and it's just like, watch out for the grabbers. They're like, why do you call them that? Because they're they grab you. <laughs> they're like, we're the we're we're the we're the freshies, and then we're gonna get over there with the old schoolies and uh, <laughs> avoid the like just like just yeah. naming everything. Uh, yeah, it was great. That's I, fantastic. Highly recommend digging that out because it was perfect. It, I mean, it just nailed it. Uh, shoot, what was I gonna say? Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, so no, so I was. It's, it's all gonna, it's all gonna go to the top. Just hang on, hold on to your butts. <laughs> I was listening to uh, our fiftieth episode earlier today. Uh huh. And we started off our fiftieth episode by making fun of me going uh, <laughs> about how I at night I get plugged in to the wall and chair. <laughs> And all night long, I, and all night long, I just sit there going. Uh, 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 uh. Oh I forgot all about that. I did yep. too. See, that's, that's so I'm funny. Doing. I'm taking it all the way back to the top. <laughs> I don't know if that's the top. That's the top. All right. No, that's not the top. No, that's as top as I want to get. Um, <laughs> no, but speaking of uh, speaking of steampunk and westerns, uh, let's stick stay, stay to the western side of that. Analogy. Uh, I've been watching Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ! <laughs> just uh, how you like in Westworld? Just spit it out, Matt. Get yeah. to the point. Jeez. <laughs> 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 
like, man, like, in terms of segues, that was like five minutes of you getting from goddamn steampunk to Westworld. Here's my new goal in life, is to is to start at somewhere, roundabout, like, around, go, go roundabout, making a bunch of really excellent points, and then ending up back where I started, and be like, boom, how'd you like that? Wrap up in a bow. <laughs> boom, cyclical storytelling. Boom, yeah. 20 minutes later, I'm back to where I started. And then drop the mic and I leave the room. Um, and then I'm just job. sitting how, here by myself. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then it's uh, Garth from Wayne's World. <laughs> well, the other thing you can do is if I start going, just be like, just walk out of the room and like, like set your clock time, watch timer for like 15 minutes, come back. Because you know I'm going to get to where I started in the first place. Yeah. So then I'll just keep going from there. And, and then I can chime in. Yeah. Cause... Be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or shut the fuck up. <laughs> for 15 minutes. You're not making any sense. Great job. <laughs> Great job. You spent six of those minutes going like this. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I do the same thing, though. I It was recently pointed out to me that my like my phrase, and I, fuck, I shouldn't say it because now every single listener is going to recognize it when I do it, but... The the thing that I do all the time is I say the I say but um but but in like quick succession I'll be like but um I did this or whatever and it like oh, so, it's, it so it sounds now, like so now we can make a drinking game yep of it yo dude you would get smashed Either, you, listening to me talk you'd also do that if I was doing if you did the on the ums if you did it on um if you yeah listener challenge for for <laughs> reals do an um but um drinking game destroy. Um, but um, that's that's our new shirt. Um, um but um, yeah. What do um, I do? Like consistently, <laughs> do I do anything? Not that I've I don't know. Yeah, I've never really noticed anything annoying that you do. I'm mostly annoyed with Matt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, no, I'm totally kidding. I've never really noticed. Like honestly, it's never bugged me that much, Matt. Well, it's just how I talk, so I can't help it. Leave me God, al- the sexual te- tension here is just palpable. I can't help it. Leave me alone. Gingery entanglement. <laughs> Ugh. Gingery entanglement. Uh, well, they won't, they. So, anywho. <laughs> Westworld. I, I've been watching Westworld. How far into it are I, you? I am caught up. We watched the new episode last night. I How am, many episodes I'm, are there now? I'm Seven. not caught up. Seven of them, Jason. Seven. Okay. What do you think of uh, the execution so far? Uh, I think it's excellent. I really like it. I think it's a fun show. I'm enjoying it. Five stars. <laughs> uh, is there are there any are there any things that that show has you uh, wondering or 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 really uh, holding your breath for right now? A little bit here and there, but I I I, I called one I called one yesterday. I'm not going to tell it, say it because a little fresh. You guys haven't seen it, <laughs> but I there was one thing yeah. that happened in it that I that I I turned and I called it, and then later in the episode it happened. <gasps> oh my <gasps> god! Called it. I get um, I get a gold star. Uh, I get a merit badge. You get a banana sticker. <laughs> the call what's going to happen in Westworld sticker. merit badge. <laughs> <laughs> I so I I did see I saw a really uh, I I've probably mentioned on the show before, but like video essays have slowly become the fucking primary driving force behind my life. Um, no. I saw. A, <laughs> I saw a great uh, video about um, Anthony Hopkins in uh, in Westworld, like the way that Anthony Hopkins sort of drives um, a scene, and like the way, like basically just the the beauty in his acting, especially in that show. It was showing um, 
the dinner i can't remember which episode it was but the the dinner scene where he's talking to that woman from the uh from the company or whatever uh-huh. you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. but uh, anyway it was it was a really good uh i don't know it was a really good dissection of that that sort of thing that they put I, I, like i don't i don't even it, it no you're just, fine I, mean, I know what you're saying he's really fucking good in that show yeah like he's crazy good in that show um how, i think how, that he's one of the things that keeps that show great well how far like how far are you into it i think i'm only on episode four three or four oh, okay i think that's about where i'm at catch up guys yeah catch up I'm kind of taking the uh, Mr. Robot approach where I'll wait like a month or two and then catch up on those episodes and then wait again and then catch up. Uh, yeah, we're not doing that. We're doing definitely every every week, once one a week. My like my schedule is just so sporadic in terms of like what I'm doing or what I'm thinking about that like sometimes I'll go like with Mr. Robot. It's like my favorite show on TV, but like uh, I mean apparently the season's ended now and I'm there's like six episodes I think for me to catch up on. Better catch and them so, all. And so I don't know, like, yeah, I'll I'll catch them all during the off season. Um, no, I, I don't know. I I I absolutely value that, and I don't want to because all that does is like it's me banking an entire day of only watching TV, and I'm kind of over those. So, oh, that's fair. I prefer that. I prefer to binge. Uh, I, me too. It depends, but lately I'm just not in the mood to binge. I get a little. I'm getting a little too restless, leggy. Yeah, I just like I I get. I'll have days where I'm not feeling it like with my, you know, like with creative energy or whatever. So like there's nothing in my head that I want to write. And then, you know, like I'm not working and like I, you know, there'll be times where I just don't feel like having social interaction with people. Sure. And, you know, all of the episodes of Living Dead will be edited or whatever, you know, like so I won't have anything to do. And I'll be like, all right, like I can just, you know, either read a bunch of comics, which I've been doing lately, or like watch some TV, you know. Sure. No, dude. Hey, that's that. There's value in that too. Hey, uh, we all have different ways of doing things, and, and they, that's what makes sh- us great. And they change all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. And that's the way character development. The, the news goes falls on the ground. Um. <laughs> so no, did it, what else did I watch? I watched something else. Mm, I guess not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I watched Spaceballs because we posted you. You posted that Spaceballs. I, thing I, on I our posted Instagram. that, and so and then it popped up on Hulu randomly. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Oh fuck I didn't yeah! Know. So I watched it. And oh it was cool. The best. Yeah, I saw it and I love that show. It made me laugh, and I love that movie. It's so so good. I'm like, we we just need to it's, laugh now. I just love all the, uh, yeah. the love the asshole joke. I think that the assholes joke is one of the greatest things of all. Yeah, time. the whole movie we'll, is so uh, good. We'll still have to anxiously await the quest for more money. Is that really going to happen? Yeah, that's they're they're doing it, man. Uh, I bet it's going to suck. Mm. Probably. I mean, without Rick Moranis, I mean Rick Moranis kind of pulls like ninety percent of that movie. Yeah, uh, that's true. It's going to be pretty tough because because they're going to get like all the like big SNL guys or so, like like popular comedians right uh. now. All the popular comedians right now aren't that funny. Not that yeah. Not, there's there's a there's a few that are pretty funny. Yeah, like I think Pete Davidson's pretty damn funny. As long as they pick. Like more lesser known characters, lesser known actors, instead of just pulling from that same bank of the six, oh, yeah. the, the six that everybody uses right now. Yeah, the like if it's like Amy Schumer and uh, uh. Uh, Hannibal Burris, and although I love although, Hannibal, yeah, but... I was gonna, I don't know, Hannibal Burris, I'm okay with. Like he's, he... I can't wait for him in Spider Man. <laughs> Is he in Spider Man? 
He's going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah, so is Donald Glover. Shut up. Well, I know Donald Glover was, but what's who's Hannibal Burr's playing in Spider-Man? I think he's playing like the gym coach or something. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And then like Martin Starr is playing one of the, the, one of the teachers, too. Oh, Martin Starr from Martin uh, Silicon Valley. Star. I also like Martin yeah. Starr. That's fantastic. Cool. Is, that, is it going to be a comedy? What's the deal with that? It, it's... Is gonna be a rom- no. is it gonna be a rom com? Then fuck you, Spider Man. No, it's gonna be a, a John Hughes with maybe more humor. I don't know. Oh boy, oh, boy. It'll, oh, it'll be a, it'll be. I don't know. It's it's better than like a, a brooding fucking like dry humor. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm okay with it being funny. Uh, no, I'm fine with it being funny. But if it's gonna be all like rom commy, high school rom commy, I'm not. I don't know. That's where I might draw. If they break into like musical song or something like that. I guess there's only like, one type of song. I don't know why I had to preface it with a musical. Like, Peter, you're late for the Glee Club. If there's a prom <laughs> scene. There's kids come out of the, like a bunch of symbiotes come out of the alleyway snapping their fingers. Oh, no. Like West Side Story. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, and then some. That's funny. That's another thing I listened to today was me going on my Spider-Man rant on a couple episodes ago. So about got, Dan Slott? Yeah, I got all fired up about it. No. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Now you're just bringing it's, her back. It's a little raw, Jason. It's a little raw right now. Sorry, buddy. I'm I you know apologies. Ugh, Spider Man. There, there was something I saw Dan Slott say the other day on Twitter that I I almost presented to you. I want to see just it. to you, piss you, you off, yeah, but I didn't. Hi, you, you should have. That would have been great. I absolutely <laughs> would have appreciated it because Dan Slott's the worst, and I want to. What I what I, I really. <laughs> You're just opening the floodgates. And uh, what I really need... For right people who don't know, Dan Slott is the current and longtime writer on everything to do with Spider-Man. Who has literally said, I will continue writing Spider-Man as long as I can. And everyone else has said, stop writing Spider-Man. You suck. Go home. <laughs> Dan Slott, if you're listening, I'd love to uh, get the chance to interview you. Hey, Dan, uh, come on the know, show. We'd love to talk, talk to you. <laughs> Matt, Matt will be sick that week. Dude, uh, guaranteed, guaranteed, Dan Slott comes on the show. I will change my tune so fast. Like, hello, <laughs> really? Mr. Hello. Well, I wouldn't be an hello, asshole. Mr. Slot. Hello, Mr. Slot. Hello, Mr. Slot. How true. are you? <laughs> Can I have your autograph? Can no, I get you a I coffee? Would, I, I would be very, I would be very curious to see what his reasoning is for a lot of Spider-Man stuff. And why did you do this? And then at the end, just be like. Thanks for the interview. I hate you so much. And uh, that was really nice of you for all those things you did. You're the worst. You did this so bad. You ruined everything. Um, I hate you. I'd almost pay to watch Matt interview Dan Slott. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like the, I feel like this is one of those life moments where you're like, where like in, in 20 years I'll be interviewing Dan Slott in a freeze frame record scratch. I'm hey, sure you're wondering hey, how I got here. Uh, I'm sure you're wondering how I got here. And they're like... <laughs> Like clip back to me saying, "I hate Dan Slott. It's fucking worst." <laughs> uh, like oh in boy. Spider-Man cartoons, that's or at least the newer ones. That's funny. Shit, I was going somewhere with all that, but whoa, I whoa, Spider-Man! <laughs> I, I do want to put it on record. I do not have much of a problem with Dan Slott, but uh, well, you know, different I, people have different types of fandoms. I will also put it on record that there is a lot of stuff that Dan Slott has done that I do like. I'm not a full-on Dan Slott hater, but. I, there's a lot of it I don't like. So you just have you have you have that very large axe to grind because j- Spider-Man is very close to you, and you have a you have a very yes. uh, uh, fleshed out idea of what constitutes a good Spider-Man story. It's hard to forgive somebody who wrote Brand New Day, <laughs> even if they did, even if they did some other good stuff later. They also did Brand New Day. Yeah. So. <clears throat> 
That makes sense. Any any story where it's like the devil did this deal that just resets continuity, but really doesn't, and, no, and see, took that, everything great away from the character. Nope, that I'm fine with. That that's okay. I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. That wasn't Dan Slott. That was J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, oh, that's right. that's right. Dan Slott. Which one was Brand New Day? Oh my god. Okay. Literally on my rant, <laughs> on the rant that I did, I had to clarify what was One More Day and what was <laughs> Brand New Day. I oh, get so yeah. confused six times because Jason literally kept asking me, "What's <laughs> brand new day?" <laughs> not joking. It's, it's confusing. Not I'm not not, like... not exaggerating. No, it, so <laughs> they happened literally one issue apart from each other, and that's why it's confusing. One last day was J. Michael Straczynski and Mephisto and all the whole deal. Okay. Brand new day is an issue number one Spider Man where it starts off and this is just after that whole like deal he snapped his finger was or whatever. Now Dan Slott took took over and he started a fresh new run, basically a reboot where Peter's back in high school again and blah blah blah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So so oh and that's right. And you said your whole problem was that he wasn't carrying those sort of feelings of like you know, he like Mary Jane doesn't know about him, you know, their marriage and stuff, but he does type thing. No, other way around. He doesn't know, but Mary Jane like does remember. It was really dumb. Just a little stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um Speaking of Westerns I've been I have been reading American Vampire. Yay! Woo! Uh, How many issues are you in? Like three. How do you like it? I do like it. Great job. <laughs> Just kidding. Is there, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about it? Job. Great job. Uh, I'm not really. I mean, I, I I like to get a little bit more into it before I start really kind of analyzing it. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's a fun story. Like the, it takes place in the past. There's some vampires. I'm I'm moderately interested in the concept of. Uh, Evolve like vampires evolve as time goes by. Sort yeah, of thing. and that that of, is a big theme of uh, of the series yeah, for that, sure. That's kind which of which cool. I love. Uh, yeah. Secret vampire societies. It doesn't seem like it's based in this like I'm a vampire, which means that I am just a very romantic <laughs> creature of the night, and we're going to have red velvet and wine, and I will be vampire-y and. <laughs> woo you into my sleeping chambers where I will make love to you and then vampire you. Yes. I'll be honest, if a vampire said all that to me, I'd probably I'd probably be in. Yeah, I'd probably be in too. But the yeah. point is, I just don't want to read a story <laughs> about it. Another one. That's fair. Another vampire story where they've lost the love of their life. Ugh, it's so boring. Uh, like, like Where Luke Evans plays a, a, a brooding Dracula in a cave somewhere. Yeah, that or just like when Anne Rice writes a book. Uh, <laughs> I have a huge problem with Anne Rice. Yeah, me too. She's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Anne Rice, wife of San Francisco 49ers receiver Jerry Rice. Did you see um, that? That's not true. That uh, son of a biscuit. I don't remember who the director was. Is they're remaking Nosferatu? It was the director. The what? guy from The Witch. They did the witch, yes. Thank oh, you. And yep. I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, that. I'm totally for that. Because Nosferatu is a badass vampire. And Hell the yeah! Witch is a fucking awesome, scary movie. All right, well, I'm do you okay know, with that. Uh, do you know what other American horror tradition uh, type movie is 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 also getting a remake? 
I don't. I, I, I don't, and I hope it's not a lot of them that I'm thinking about in my head. What? Yeah, no, I'm panicked. So vampires have long been uh, a staple of American horror, as have uh, zombies. Uh, one of the other staples of, of American horror is uh, the werewolf. Continue. The movie, and I know, like, I know this isn't in the same genre, but the movie American Werewolf in London is uh, oh, oh, getting yeah, a remake. Right. Oh, which I the uh, uh, I don't think that movie needs a remake. No, I don't either. That's a good movie. Though. I yeah, it was a John Landis movie from what? What year was that? Like eighty two? Eighty two was old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the only reason that I have faith in like maybe it's going to be good is because. Robert Kirkman is producing it of Walking Dead fame. And, well, um, the, the Astounding Wolfman fame. Yeah, and oh, that's true, the Astounding Wolfman. Ah, I always forget about that. That's the God. If, okay, if you want something that's like the perfect blend of superhero and horror, mm-hmm. Astounding Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And funny. Um, it's a good comic. Yeah. There, God, it's, Kirkman. I couldn't sing the praises of Robert Kirkman for Kirkman. long enough. Kirkman. <laughs> Way to go, Kirkman. That Kirkman. Astounding Kirkman. Uh, Kirkman and his robots. Good, good job, Kirkman. <laughs> Great job, Great job, Kirkman. Um, but... <laughs> I'm I'm still not on the Kirkman train, but oh, get on the Kirkman train. It's the, the... Kirkman train, the Kirkman train. It's the <laughs> finest train. Toot, toot. No, I want off this train. <laughs> Fuck your train. This train yeah. sucks. <laughs> Is Will Smith on this train? It's the only way oh. I'm staying. Yeah, he's on the Kirkman train. <laughs> Not yet, but I'm sure he will be at some point. He'll hop on. Although, the, you know whose train he is on? Oh, God, this is a segue. You know whose train he is on? Oh, God, watch out. Here it comes. I can't help myself. He's on the Max Landis train oh! with a uh, with a, a project that's coming up for Netflix along with David Ayer. But, uh, but Max Landis, <laughs> the son of John Landis, is going to be the director of the Robert Kirkman-produced uh, uh, American Werewolf in London remake. Is there so a- that's... Is there anyone you could do it? Oh wait, did you say Max Landis is working on the reboot? Yeah, he's the director. Oh, actually, okay. oh. I'm all sorts of behind that now. Okay, right? Like, it, it's, I mean, John Landis's kid is I, remaking exactly. his movie. No, that's yeah. exactly it. And Max Landis has a really good sort of history. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm all okay right. with yep. that. I'm okay yep. with that. I, it, that's it, what I'm saying. That combination of two people was all I needed to hear to be like, all right, perfect. Yep, cool. Yep. Like, I'm on. I'm on board with that. Um, yeah. Did you like American Werewolf in Paris, the sequel? I never saw it. I didn't like it as much. Well, yeah, but it was so. I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. I was like, "This is so cool." <laughs> it's edgy. It's edgy. Did John Landis do that one too, or was it someone else? No, nah, it's probably somebody else. That's what I figure with movies like that. There's always like the movie itself, and then like some sequel that's only tangential, tangentially related, and and some other director comes on board for much less money. Yeah, like Teen Wolf two. <laughs> I, I love listening. There was a lot of bitterness behind that. I love that Harmontown where he just goes off about Teen Wolf. That was the best. That is really funny. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Oh, I don't think I've read anything else or watched anything else. I'm sure I've watched other stuff other than the titular. Uh, uh, yeah. What's other up than with, Doctor Strange. What's up with all these Doctor Strange? Strange And we will get to that. We Didn't I see something else? I feel like I saw something else. In the theater. The theater? <laughs> no, I don't think I did. <laughs> you uh, was it Mad Max, the, Black and Chrome? To the no. theater. I, was it Arrival? I wish, man. I really want to see both. I want a was copy of Black and Chrome. No. Was Moonlight supposed to be good? It. I, I did see it, and I'll uh, 
I, I did like it a lot, actually. Yeah. It was fantastic. Jenica wants to see it, and I was like, oh. and then my buddy. So made, then my buddy made a joke. He's like, "It's like broke Black Mountain." Broke Black. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow. It's it's really good. Um, but I, but I, uh, I've heard it's really good too. So I, I think it'd be worth checking out. Honestly, like all all I needed to know to be like, okay, I'm at least buying a ticket to that was that it was produced by A24, the state the same studio who did uh Swiss Army Man, Ex Machina, um, oh. and a bunch of other movies that I can't remember right now. Swiss awesome. Army Man was great. I haven't seen that one yet. Wasn't it? Oh my god, it. it's so good. I wanna see it's it. <laughs> it's insane, but so damn good. It, yeah, it I'm is so it. weird, I but it. I, I, I love it. I just because of their track record, anytime I see A24 on any preview or anything like that, I'm like, all right, like I'm going to go see that because like nothing they work on is run of the mill or disappointing. Like it's all refreshing. So, I don't know. Did we talk about we talked we talked about Godzilla on the podcast, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yes, we did. We did. Cuz we still didn't quite know how we felt about it. And I still don't know. <laughs> still don't. It's up for it's up for uh, it's up for grabs. Whoever wants to decide for me how I felt about it. Yeah, same, because I, I have no fucking idea. Uh, yeah. Did I talk about Battlefield 1? Battlefield 1 you did talk about, and we asked about the fire tornado. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and here we have Matt refreshing on what he's caught up on. <laughs> it's been weeks, man. It's been weeks. <laughs> I guess I did t- I guess well, I did talk about stuff with uh, when we had Sid on. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's true. We we caught up when Sid was on. Rachel, it's been a long time since we've heard from you, though. Yeah, I'm not done. Catch. I'm not done trying to remember if I have any. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. You I'm could. Just, you I'm could. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you could, we you have, could push we have it to sit here in, in silence and wait for him to remember. Shh, look, I'm just everybody, trying to keep the show moving. Everybody, here. look, everybody, everybody, quiet for two seconds. Let me just think. Uh, we got a lot of show today, and as as the time is going, I'm pretty sure we'll have to push a lot of it into like separate show. But I still want to come through on the promise of having Doctor Strange in this episode. So, there's that. So, Rachel. No, I'm, I'm just letting this happen. How's, how's your ketchup? <laughs> Did you mute him? <laughs> he can't mute me anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, I'm done. In your face, sucker. But seriously, I'm yeah. done. Okay, Rachel, what's what's going on in your bottle? I don't even know. I, I, <laughs> oh my god, you had like two minutes of uh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm trying to remember the last thing I talked about. All right, Jason, what do you it, got? It was probably Godzilla was the last thing I talked about, right? Fact. Yeah, Godzilla was the last thing you talked about. I didn't really like do a whole lot. Like I did stuff, but it's not like really nerdy stuff. Like. I went to Cabela's to look at bows. Oh, shit. Cabela's is an adventure in and of itself. Yeah. I did not fit in that store. No, it's fun to go in there (laughs) and wander around. (laughs) We had an emergency Cabela's mission on our last desert trip because we didn't know we needed wetsuits. Oh. So so we had to run into Cabela's to find wetsuits. They don't even have wetsuits. They They don't? Oh. Yeah, that's down in my former neck of the woods. I was like, I can't wear waders in a wetsuit situation. It doesn't. It's not the same thing. Yeah, water is <laughs> gonna pour on the top, and then my pants are full of water. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely knew that. 
And yeah. then I just started running around looking at all the animals, and Jenica was like, "We have to leave. We're, we're, we need to. We still have three hours left to drive." I was like, "I don't care. Let's look at the animals." There's a lot of animals there. <laughs> and then I like I kept making like just random dick jokes because like all the all the kids were like petting the fake animals, and then this one girl, like this little girl, she like freaked out. They killed a zebra. Poor kid. <laughs> and then I'm like. But it's okay that they killed all the deers and foxes and stuff. No, that's totally cool. I just thought. (laughs) (laughs) Did they have the guy that Dick Cheney shot in there as well? Yeah, he's he's on the wall. Awesome. It's a mantle. (laughs) Hashtag never forget Dick Cheney's a murderer. I'm just kidding. Did the guy die? (laughs) No, he didn't die. No, he didn't die. That's what I thought. Okay. But yeah, went and looked at bows and tried to find one that wasn't camouflaged. That is that's hard in Cabela's. It's hard to find anything that's not camouflage. Everything they is have fucking camouflage sandwiches. They have like orange camouflage and then just normal camouflage and then there's so much pink camouflage. Oh my right? What's the point of that? Like that's not doing anything. Look, and then like I overheard a dude it's for, saying it's that for, uh, sniping in Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I overheard a dude saying that deer can't see the orange. Yeah, they can't. That's true. Well, then why are you wearing camouflage at all? They can see. They can because <laughs> they're hunting other things besides deer. Yeah. Well, and uh, it helps. It breaks up your body line, so they can still see, but they they don't have full. They don't have the same color spectrum that we do. Okay. So they can still see outlines so if you wear camouflage it breaks up your body's outline so it's harder for them to distinguish that you are a person oh that you're a and body. if you're hunting with friends and you just wear <clears throat> camouflage then they can't see you in case they need to shoot in your area but if they have orange camouflage your friends yeah you can see them and then you're yeah like, is that bob i don't think that's bob i think that's a deer and then you shoot and you're like let's just shoot over there just uh, in case that, that, that was bob it's <laughs> oh, totally bob's face oh, oh sorry bob yeah. Bob, and just th- get up, walk it off. And then I made stupid jokes about how empty the store looked and why are there just all these empty hangers around because everything's camouflaged. And, uh. Uh, and <laughs> I think Cap got annoyed with me. <laughs> I can imagine. At least he tried. <laughs> he, he made a few jokes and then we looked at guns and that was awkward for me oh yeah you guys you guys stand uh pretty far apart on guns yeah he i asked him i'm like how many guns do you have and he just stared at me and smiled and okay. embar- oh, embarrassedly walked away <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck he's like on me right now or just at home <laughs> yeah he doesn't have any guns on him he has knives on him but <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. Carrying, carrying knives. When when Captain sh- America throws no. his shield, or I don't know how the team no, goes. He, he's been stabbed, so he's pretty on the defense oh. of. That people. would put me on the defense too. I can't imagine I would enjoy being stabbed. Yeah, no, I've I've heard the story about him being stabbed. It was really gross. Probably doesn't feel too good. <laughs> no, because it's like right in his side. In his ribs, yeah. yeah. That would that would hurt your feelings a lot, I think. Yeah, I think his feelings were pretty hurt. <laughs> Along with his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we did that because 
the Christmas time. I want to get a bow. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we did I've that. I've actually this. Go ahead. No. What What did you actually? I was just gonna say I like I'm I one of my friends out here has been trying to convince me to get uh to one of these archery range class things that are that that go on on Saturdays, and I haven't been willing to get up early enough yet, but eventually I will. So we'll be we'll be we'll be archery buddies. Yeah, do it. It's so much fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if you guys need ropes to tie to your arrows, <clears throat> I know ropes. Of course, we need <laughs> ropes. I know ropes. There's a couple that live down the street. I'm really good friends with them. Yep, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Ropes. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Uh, uh, square Knot. Well, he's a half hitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, any, how much, how much drier can you get by naming your n- naming Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Rope down the street? <laughs> That's true. What's what? What else you got, Rach? Uh, we got drunk and watched snakes on a plane. I am sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. That's awesome. How was it? I have never watched snakes on a plane. Yeah, we had never seen it, and it was on HBO when we were looking. Of course. So we're like, well, and you were like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, I'm like, well, well, let's just drink and watch something stupid, and it was indeed stupid. Did you guys see that there was actually a motherfucking snake on a motherfucking plane? Yeah, I saw the actual fucking snake on an actual fucking plane. Yep. In Mexico, that's scary as dick. Fucking snake on a mother. But was it a bomb of snakes? Snake bomb. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, is that what that movie's about? Is it really a snake bomb? Yeah, it's a fucking snake bomb. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> now I really want to watch that movie. There's a bomb. Did they go flying everywhere? Well, so like. Or was it just like they slither out of a box? Is it like those pranks when you open the can and it's like, boo, snake pops out. But <laughs> it, it's, it's this like big case that has a timer on it and then it explodes open and then all the snakes come out and they're all... Um, I'm really pissed off. Well, they're pissed <laughs> off and they're aggressive. <laughs> Agitated. Because the mob dudes put pheromones on the lays because they're in Hawaii, so when you fly, you get your lay. So they put snake pheromones on the flowers and the lays, and that's what made huh. them aggressive. All right. All right. I never gave that movie too much credit before, and I'm not prepared to give it tons of credit. But, you know, at least at least they found a log- somewhat logical way to uh, convey like their concept. That seems like a wildly complicated way to do something to a plane. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Like, of all the things. Well, I think they started with a title. Well, and, you know, not only are the snakes, like, aggressive to the people, but they, like, chew through wires. Uh, no. Yeah, no. yeah. No. Snakes do that. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time for Animal Facts with Matt. They sure don't have the right teeth for that, but okay. Yep, they, they chew through the wires. And then the plane starts <laughs> crashing. Okay. And there, there's a, a a sexy time scene. Oh, speaking of oh, that's with snakes. And, and yeah, with snakes. <laughs> and the snake latches onto the girl's nipple. What? Whoa! But then there's a second one where a dude's peeing, and the snake. Oh no! Jumps onto his penis. What the fuck? Man, they are. They went all out on that, didn't they? <laughs> it's like piranha, but snakes. 
Did you guys ever see Piranha? Yeah. I did. I did see Piranha. That was one of the dumbest things I'd ever seen in my life. Um, speaking of snakes, though, did you guys watch uh, the first episode? I thought you were going to say speaking of sexy time. The the, the first episode episode of uh, speaking of sexy time. How many snakes do you guys own? <laughs> um, speaking of snakes, did you guys watch the first episode of Planet Earth Two? I saw the preview of it. Well, the little yeah, I didn't the clip see it. of the lizard running from the snake. Oh my god, that whole scene was just <laughs> like one of the most dramatic things I've ever seen in my life. That was insane. I loved it. And you watch the watch the show, man, because that's not all of it. There's a whole lot more, and it's just like nerve wracking watching those little. That lizard watching. was a badass, but also lizards look fucking ridiculous when they run. Yeah, that was an iguana. Be fair. Let's be let's be real. Same thing. They 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 run like Welshmen. An iguana is a lizard, but a lizard isn't an iguana. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that reaction. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Fuck Matt you. Matt and his damn facts again. Fuck you and your goddamn animal facts. But, yeah, seriously. But that show, man. Oh, that show is so good. Watch it. That's That stuff gives me anxiety. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. So good. It's so good, you um, guys. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll watch it. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I know, I was just going to say it sounds like Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> oh, my glob. Oh, my glob. I, one of these days, I really need to go like really practice that, because I probably could nail it if I tried. Yeah, you could. <laughs> hey, Jason, what you, what you been up to? Unless unless you got any more, Rachel. I, I can't think of just like other random shit. Like, do you want to try the reset? It works for me. Uh, I watched some Drunk History. <laughs> That's a good show. Uh, while eating some dairy-free ice cream. Wow. Woo, dairy-free, <laughs> living on the edge. Woo, ben and Jerry's dairy-free. Coconut or soy or rice? Almond. Almond ice cream. Mm. That just remind me, I have some Americone Dream sitting mm. in my freezer, and I'm I'm, I sh- I'm getting a hankering for it. That's good stuff. I like Americone Dream, too. That's one of my faves. Yeah, I like pretty much anything to do with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, that's what we watched on election night, and that was good times. That was he's he's just he's a gift. Him and John Oliver are just two of my favorite things in the world right now. Yep. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum on his show on election night. Hell yeah, he did. Jeff Jeff Goldblum's my favorite. He's oh, the yeah. best. Um, um, what'd you do, Jason? How's your life been I, for two weeks? And how can so, we how can we how can we interrupt you like consistently throughout the entire time you try to tell us? Yeah. I think that I'm going to save my ketchup because I don't want to do a two-hour episode. So I think that we could save my ketchup as well as the other topics that have kind of come up uh, as we've been preparing for the show. Um, And then just put those in their own little mini episode, talk about topics, and then I can just backload it with my ketchup so that if anyone wants to tune out, they totally can. Um, What are you talking about? We're 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 all on board right now. Yeah, we're all on board, but I think we should talk about Doctor Strange. We can still do that. We got time. How, oh, we don't have oh, that much. Oh, you really oh, have like oh, an hour of ketchup. Wait, 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 wait. Hold Go. up. I played the Nintendo Classic, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dope. It's yeah. still the same. You... It's still the same game, right? Or did they make the game smaller too? <laughs> no, it, it, no, yeah, no. The, the games are the games are all small. Oh, are they really? No, it's preloaded. Oh. What is this? A game for ants? Yeah, 
It is like the tiny, tiniest, cutest little Nintendo that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Up was, until the Switch comes out, that is. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about the we, Switch. We haven't talked about the Switch on the show yet, have we? No, and I, I told myself to bring all the Nintendo stuff up, but then I forgot about it. Let's... Okay, seriously, let's let's talk about the Switch on... Uh, are, you guys, are you guys down to do like a, a mini episode after this one? Probably not. Fuck. Been a long day. I've got I've got a lot of I got a lot of stuff. We'll just save it. We can save it for next week or something. Give us a teaser. Yeah, uh, tell us let's some see. things. I'll, I'll run down I'll run down the teaser list. Moonlight Arrival, All Star Batman, Eclipse, Mother Panic, uh, Saga Hardcover, Black Mirror, Ron Perlman, uh, The Great Wall, uh, uh, Switch, uh, uh, American. Actually, I got we got that. Uh, the Inhumans, uh, Freddie Mercury movie, uh, Why the Last Man, Young Justice season three, Ego the Living Planet, Westworld season two, Disney and Netflix merger, uh, Hayao Miyazaki and Amoeba Music. Jesus, that's a teaser. There you go. Well, fuck. Now I want to talk about a lot of those things that are on there. That's what I'm saying, and that's that. It would it would take up a whole episode of itself. I don't think so, dude, bro. Because I mean, we're already dude, approaching an hour. That's true, and we still need to talk to uh, talk about Doctor Strange. Fine. I say we we talk about Doctor Strange, and then we can save some of this stuff for for next week, or maybe mm-hmm. in a couple days when we record some Living Dead Minute. Maybe we could get some of this out of the way. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. But let's talk about Doctor Strange. Woo, 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 woo. Flinamict Slumber Latch. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Crumplehorn Cucumber Man. Isn't he like the greatest man that there ever was? He might be. Destroyer of Unicorns. Yeah, that's my, that's my name of my iPod. My phone <clears throat> My phone is named Destroyer of Unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay, let's, let's talk about Exchange. <laughs> well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. It was <laughs> Wonder. What did oh. you think, Jason? Did you like it? Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. So I I saw it a second time uh, today, actually in in preparation to talk about it because I was like, shit, it's been like a little while since I watched it. How do you have time for yeah, movies? Jesus, I saw it. I saw it on my lunch break. You have a two hour lunch break. Well, my job affords me a lot of freedoms as long as I'm doing my job. And you're totally uh, doing your job while watching Doctor Strange, aren't you? No. Well, I mean, the thing about my job, like, first of all, I'm I'm on salary. Oh, okay. Uh, and secondly, it's, I mean, I work in sales, so if I'm hitting my monthly number, then everything's kosher. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, how was second viewing? Second viewing is good. I didn't see it in IMAX uh, 3D the second time. Here, okay, here's something I want to talk about really quick. I've railed on the show before about Marvel basically just using IMAX 3D as a method for which to uh, uh, spike up the, you know, box office gross numbers, right? Sure. Because Marvel has yet to film a single movie with either IMAX cameras or 3D cameras, yet every movie they release, they will release in IMAX 3D, right? Sure. And that's fucking, that's just annoying because first of all, when you're putting one of those movies on an IMAX screen, there's like 30% of the screen real estate that's not being used because you fuckers didn't film in IMAX. Um Gotta get that Plus. aspect ratio. Yeah, well, it's just like it's, okay. Hold in on, a Christopher gotta, Nolan movie, it's gotta get red quick. <laughs> in a Christopher Nolan movie that's released in IMAX, you gain a lot out of watching it in IMAX. When you watched Interstellar or uh, uh, Inception or The Dark Knight or was, The Dark Knight Rises, especially, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was freaking huge, and it was used in the right places. There were shots where 
being able to see that huge aspect ratio, being able to see, you know, that much more really added to it, you know, with the environments in Inception or in, in some of the sweeping shots in the Batman movies or in Interstellar, all those space shots or, you know, new planets and locales, like, it really added a lot to the immersiveness. Yes. Um, and Christopher Nolan is able to accomplish all that without the use of, of 3D, and he's he's been very adamantly against 3D. Um, and, and, and I, like, I wholeheartedly support him because he... You know, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, With Marvel, the reason that it's bugged me is... And then also then, okay, to speak to the the 3D part of it. Did you guys see when Avatar came out? Did you guys see Avatar in 3D? Yes. No. You didn't? Okay. But so, Matt, it looked incredible in 3D, right? It really did. And that's because it was shot with 3D cameras. One of the the few movies to do so, especially few uh, blockbuster movies to do so. Right, because they can actually manipulate the depth of field as they go. Exactly, because... When you're filming with a 3D camera, it can see multiple yeah. angles of a thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you no, know? Yes, that's exactly it. And when you're converting to 3D, you're taking one flat static image of a thing and just trying to add depth to it, which just, it, do- it doesn't work. It doesn't look the same. No, it doesn't. I mean, Avatar really did, a, like, and wasn't, uh, <coughs> excuse me, wasn't Prometheus in 3D as well, 3D camera? I believe so. Because Prometheus was the one in 3D that really i mean avatar was very cool but prometheus there's some shots in prometheus that blew me away yeah that that movie was very well shot i I think it was shot in uh 3d cameras um but your 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 point is absolutely correct if 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 you film the thing with a 3d camera you're gonna actually get that because it is it's two cameras just a little off center from each other just like your eyeballs yeah and And they they actually move with their depth of field yes and it gets you get texture and depth out of that yeah yeah um and so, exactly, that that adds a level of immersiveness and realism, and I think that that is the way that, that 3D or IMAX should be used, is to enhance the immersion of a film, to enhance the sort of, you know, the aesthetic, the appeal, and, and the amount of sort of, um, you know, suspension of disbelief, the your ability to become sort of one with the film as you're watching it. Okay, so tie it and back s- to Doctor Strange. So tie it back to Doctor Strange, yeah, my typical problem... Me. <laughs> It's it's all right. I'm, it's all coming back. My typical problem with Marvel movies he's has pull, been he's, he's pulling at me. <laughs> no, I've got I've got it. I've got my roadmap. My typical problem with with Marvel movies has been that all they use both IMAX and 3D for is just to trump up those ticket sales, and it never does anything to enhance the film. Agreed. When you watched you know Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, any of those films, no, it, there was no reason to see it in IMAX or 3D. No, right? But, well, I mean, it's still fun to watch them in 3D, but you're, you you are you're, you're, and your point still stands where it does not add yeah. extra to it. It's 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 fun to watch in 3D, but it's not like. That that immersion that you do see in other ones is not there. Totally, and and that being said, I've seen almost all of them in IMAX 3D, only because I do still like seeing it on a giant screen, you know. And and the 3D is pretty fun. Right. Uh, now that I'm out here and tickets to IMAX 3D cost like twenty five bucks or whatever, like I probably won't see as many of them in IMAX Whoa. 3D. But twenty five bucks, really? Dead serious, yeah. Yikes. Wow. Movies movies out here are like significantly more expensive than they are out there. That sucks. Yeah, I know. It's the fucking worst. Um, anyway, uh, so coming into Doctor Strange, this I will say this is the first Marvel movie that I have felt that the 3D added something to the film. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Because of the visual effects, right? Well, because... Right. Well, and they've also sort of got the... I don't know. What, what's, what am I trying to say? The... Uh, what were you saying, Jason? 
They've got. I mean, they've so it's got like sort of the Inception thing going for it, where it, where it plays a lot with depth of field and and sort of you know landscapes and all those things. Um, however, I do feel that this movie would have benefited greatly from the use of not only IMAX cameras but also 3D cameras, because as much as it was super crazy and amazing to watch it in you know in 3D with the conversion like they did. I think that this movie, if any Marvel movie called for it, this was the one that, that would have called for the use of both IMAX and 3D cameras. So how yeah. do you film those scenes, those like mostly CG scenes, with a 3D camera? So you film the person with a 3D camera, and then you can add the depth of field 3D to all the perspectives behind it, and it will look fantastic. Because one of my biggest problems with some of those scenes was that you know Benedict Cumberbatch or whoever it was looked very flat in front of the background because they were filmed in 2d in front of a green screen and and the backgrounds are like super deep and like super vivid and 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 they pop whereas you can tell the flatness to the the actor in the foreground yeah i I see it i I, I, I get your point but at the same time in most of those scenes you're not really looking at the people because there's so much to look at Sure. I just like for for a company like Marvel and Disney, I don't see that as an excuse because money oh, yeah. is not an object. Totally, totally. They, I agree with you there. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my mini rant. I I loved seeing it in three D. I think that this of any Marvel movie is the one that's actually worth it to see it in three D. Yeah, I, I've um, told everybody or, if you or, can swing it, see it in three D. Guardians. I think Guardians is the li- uh, on the on the see it in three D list. It was close. Yeah. Well, all this. I mean, if it's space stuff, it's it's worth seeing in three D. Space yeah. stuff in three D looks cool. It does look cool. Yeah, I, I will agree. The Guardians looked cool in three D. I just don't think it did anything to enhance the storytelling. I think it just it, it added to a level of um, interest and and sort of cool factor. Sure. In that movie. So okay, so um, how about how did you guys think about the movie in the sense of it being to, to some degree a play by play origin story? it was i mean it was very paint by numbers in terms of the origin story yeah um i will say that i think my favorite aspect of this movie was mordo i mean Mm. i thought he was cool too but he was so he wasn't really didn't seem like he really took a yeah important he didn't i guess role i I guess the reason i say that he was one of my favorite parts is because this is now the basically the second villain uh in the marvel universe that's actually had a character building arc that's lasted more than two acts of a movie. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you there, I but at too. the same time, like in this movie, I feel like he didn't really stand out, but I no. think he it, has the potential to do that now. I, I, I mean, I really felt like I, I, I really liked it. I had a lot of fun watching it. I absolutely walked out of that movie feeling like, if it wasn't for the visual spectacular that it was, it probably would. I probably would rate it pretty low. And a lot of the interesting, a lot of the plot, a lot of the the interest I got out of it was just was the general spectacle of the film. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong, all, all the I liked Benedict. I thought he was he's the perfect character for which Dr. Benedict. Sh- There's two in this movie. What? There's two Benedicts in this movie. Oh yeah, the plural. I liked them both. <laughs> um, yeah. I really did though. I thought I thought Benedict Wong was was is perfect. Yeah. I agree. Uh no, I mean that's the thing. I really liked it. I love the fleshed out side of the Marvel universe. I think that I really liked the lack of guns at all. I thought that was perfect. Yeah, that felt nice. It was really nice. Um ah, 
all in all, tons of fun. If this would have come out, if this would have been one of the first origin stories, I think it would have blown my little mind. But yeah. since, we, since we have seen a glut of origin stories, it 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 it, it unfortunately, maybe to some degree, and maybe just in my own mind, suffered from kind of falling into category of yet another origin story. Yeah, and I agree with that. But at the same time, I feel like this side of Marvel, since it is the myst- the mystic side. And Doctor Strange isn't, you know, mainstream, you know, normal people, non-nerds. He's underground. Really well known. Obviously, he did need an origin story. Yeah. So they, I know they did toss around the idea of not having it be an origin story because it sounds like they're kind of done with doing origin stories. I know, like, uh, for instance, Black Panther and Captain Marvel and Spider-Man even are not going to be origin stories. Um but they felt with Doctor Strange, they kind of had to make it an origin story in order to be able to explain that side of the universe. Yeah, which, well, which and, is and, what I was yeah, saying and I agree with. Because he kind of needs a little bit of time to get to be Doctor Strange. It's not like you can just be Doctor Strange overnight. Yeah. Exactly. And he's still not the Sorcerer Supreme. True. But there was, like, so I think, but there was like a couple of years while he was training. I think that training, that training sequence in the middle of the movie spanned, apparently, spanned a couple of years. They said so. Apparently, uh, Scott Derrickson he said that it, it was uh, took place over one year. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I yeah I agree there. And obviously, like they were talking about, you know, he hasn't mastered like been able to get to the level where he can actually carry the Eye of Agamotto yet, and he's you know like he's still working to be the Sorcerer Supreme. And I think that's good because then you know like we only saw a glimpse of of sort of the depths that the Marvel uh, mystic magical whatever universe can can go to totally. in this movie. Yeah, uh, and that glimpse was really really fucking cool. Yeah, it was. It was really awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like that, I think that. It's, it really is. This movie, regardless of whether or not I, I felt that it was uh, uh, yet another origin story, was easily one of the funnest movies I've watched in a long time. Yeah. I had an absolute blast watching it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I agree with you there. I, I'm i not without my problems for this movie, but I think that uh, as far as Marvel movies go, I would put it up there with you know, Iron Man, Guardians, Ant-Man, and, and uh, Avengers as sort of the most, like, fun and rewatchable yeah. ones. Sure. I think the two Captain America movies stand on their own pedestal as just fantastic works of, of art, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But... Yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Guardians is up there, too. But I would I would absolutely put it in the in the realm of fun ones to watch again. Yeah. Um, should, we, should, I... we, should, we, should we drop? Sorry, go ahead, and then we can... Well, I I do have to point out my one and only glaring problem with this movie, and it's a Marvel problem. Well, you do get the character building with Mordo, and Uh you know that he's going somewhere. Kaecilius is still a disposable villain. I I don't know if Mordo is... Oh, oh, you're saying Kaecilius is a disposable villain. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely... I 100% agree with you. Not only Kaecilius, but also seemingly Dormammu as well. It, yeah, but... I mean, maybe maybe Dormammu comes back, but... I, oh, definitely uh, yeah, Dormammu I comes back. totally see him coming Probably back. Probably for, like, the third movie or something. But sure. they still have this really cool character that they just, again, made a disposable villain. And, like, they tried to kind of give him a backstory, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, well, he's gone. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing is like 
I wish that they would either a be like, okay, this villain's going to be disposable, so let's just get some character actor, or b we just got this great actor, so let's actually do something with this villain. But like, they keep getting fantastic actors. I know. For for their villains and then just like doing away with them like lee pay well eh, actually okay i guess the more i think about it most of them have been character actors they've just been great character actors yeah like lee pace and uh chris eccleston um who played laufey in uh in the first thor movie oh i can't remember i mean it was mocap so it's like yeah i don't remember yeah i don't even remember but you know, and then like James Spader as well. Like they, you know, they get all oh, these actors, yeah. which I, I guess they are still sort of character actors. They're not like big name, like you know, draw people into the theaters actors. But I still feel like there's kind of like actors that could do a fantastic sort of like a job, or that might warrant a a sort of bigger role than they do. Yeah, I that's one hundred percent how I feel. That these are actors that could totally take their characters and make them so much more. But they're just never given the chance. And yeah. Yeah. So that was That's, my big disappointment with this movie. Because I love I, that I, guy so much. <laughs> I know. You have a you have a big Mass Mickelson uh 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 heart on. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I did okay, the effects on his eyes were pretty cool. Yeah. Just overall he was really cool. I couldn't help but make a uh, a sex joke though when when Doctor Strange throws him up in bondage. Yeah, that was pretty hot. <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was that was uh, that was some some blatant imagery right there. Yeah, but it was the, the, what what do you think of the humor in this movie? I I feel like they they did a lot to inject uh, some some sort of lightheartedness into this one. Kind of like you know Scott Derrickson is a horror director, obviously. Um, not very known for his humor and so i feel like there was there was a concerted effort to make sure that they balanced that how do you how do you think it did i didn't think it was very funny i know that there were jokes in it but i never i don't remember really laughing at any jokes uh other people in the theater were there were some that were pretty funny and others did kind of fall flat it's definitely not the funniest marvel movie I think Ant-Man, to me, was probably yeah. the funniest. I agree. Ant-Man and Guardians were probably the two funniest uh, Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, it, I totally agree with that. But yeah, this one, it, it did have its moments, but it definitely wasn't on par with Guardians or Ant-Man on the humor. Yeah, I I am glad, like, because, I mean, there were, there were some of the scenes, like when, when he and uh, uh, Kaecilius are speaking to each other sort of for the first time when he's up in bondage and they like they have like the name confusion and all that stuff like it's 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 pretty pretty funny like i, I laughed at the yeah. mr doctor thing yeah there's definitely things i laughed at but it it still wasn't as funny as yeah i i'm glad they brought dan Harmon in to put some humor in it because if it like this again it wasn't super funny and so like if this is sort of the product with inflated humor I'm not sure how enjoyable it would have been without that because I think you kind of need those yeah. la- those at least subtle laughs to keep the pace going. Yes, definitely. If if it didn't have those, it yeah probably wouldn't be a very enjoyable yeah. movie. <laughs> no, totally. Especially in that that Dormammu uh, confrontation, I feel like if that hadn't have had the humor, it probably would have just been like, okay, come on. Yeah, it just would have been annoying most I did, likely I did, I did really like that scene though i thought that was 
excellent. Yeah. yeah, I laughed out loud. Well, just the whole how they how they how that worked too. I think that was such yeah. a clever little move there. Yeah, very clever. Apparently, a little a little snippet of dialogue that got uh, cut from the the final cut was Strange saying, uh, "We've done this over a thousand times" or something like that. And I think that might have added something to to really illustrate, like, oh, he's been at this for a while before Dormammu finally gives in. Totally, yeah, that would have been to cool. actually know how many times he's died trying to yeah. get this to be fixed. Exactly. It is. It is cool though that the introduction of time is what finally sets Dormammu off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's. I think that's a really. I don't know. That, like especially. So okay. Did you guys expect? Because we kind of knew that the Eye of Agamotto would be a time or a, an Infinity Stone, but, but we but had kind of. I think th- that's it. Did we? I did not. I didn't. Think oh, that, I. Because it's never in the comics an Infinity. Stone. I know it never has been, but neither. I mean, neither was the Ether in the comics, and neither was. Well, but um, I'm just saying, the Tesseract. Like, but the but the reason the distinction there is that the that the Eye of Agamotto was so critical to him as Sorcerer Supreme, and so it seems very weird to me that they would, the thing that that sort of defines him as Sorcerer Supreme, the eye is something that is very critical in other elements of the universe in the, in the MCU. I think that's sure. Little, that could be a little tricky to navigate that. It could be. I, so going into this, I fully expected the eye of Agamotto to be one, but I thought it was going to be the soul gem or the soul stone. Hmm. Cause I felt like, I feel like, you know, souls, like that's kind of something that, that Dr. Strange deals with a lot, obviously with like the astral plane and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. And so I was like fully convinced that that was going to be it. I did not expect time travel to play a factor in this movie at all. Yeah, I, I did not either. But I'm always up for time travel. No, I'm for no, it No, I too. mean, it is... I do agree with you there, Matt. The only reason that I thought so is that because they had already altered like Loki's staff and they had altered the Tesseract and they had altered the Aether, like they've kind of retroactively made all these things Infinity Stones. I figured with Doctor Strange, the yeah. Eye of Agamotto would really be the only one that could be. So, right. so yeah. is is the soul one the only one we have left? Yeah, then to the Ragnarok? only one we have left. Hmm. Ragnarok. Oh, you think? I bet you it's in Ragnarok. It might not be. They could uh, they could also drop the last one in uh, Infinity, in Infinity War. Infinity War or whatever. Yeah. Or what's the other one? They could. Guardians 2. Uh, James Gunn said that there's not going to be an Infinity Stone in Guardians 2. Well, he might just be bullshitting with you. He could be, but I don't know. I feel no, like after no. he after he played the game with marvel over being like okay i'll include thanos in an infinity stone in guardians one now give me my own freedom for this one yeah i think he's pretty much got his own freedom for this one and he's been pretty open with what he's doing with it that's true yeah to it like showing off ego the living planet yeah (laughs) well he hasn't shown what it looks like has he no No, well he showed what kurt russell looks like but not necessarily what the planet itself looks like okay gotcha because I, I think the the point that they're doing is like that ego has sort of projections that he sends out, right? Oh, that's cool. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, right. That's way cool. <laughs> um, I did so I did think that the Doctor Strange Dormammu thing was very reminiscent of uh, Green Lantern and Sinestro. Did I don't I, I guess Matt doesn't really have much grounding for that, but did you kind of get that vibe, Rachel? Uh, uh no, I don't know. No. Uh, that's that's what it felt like to me. It, like this felt like the best Green Lantern movie that has never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I, like, yeah. Now now that you say that, okay, 
I, yeah. Like Hal Jordan, he's a cocky dude that's like always, you know, flying by the seat of his pants and being reckless and then gets in an accident and has responsibility thrust upon him. And then the person who teaches him how to handle his ring ends up being the person who gets corrupted by a rigid way of thinking through an introduction to a different power source by a big, strong, powerful villain that has the ability to eat the planet. Like it's all. Yeah. <laughs> if you sub out Mordo for Sinestro, Parala- or uh, uh, Dormammu for Parallax and Doctor Strange for green lantern it's that's that's yeah you got it yeah <laughs> i i completely see that now <laughs> yeah it was i don't know that was something that struck me and i was like god damn it why did marvel have to make the best green lantern movie <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i love that yeah i still holding out hope for that 2020 green lantern core movie but we'll see one of these days but what did you days. think of the ancient one i i love tilda swinton yes um, I understand why they made the ancient one, uh, not Tibetan because, you know, and, and also not, you know, Chinese or any other, um, Asian ethnicity because there's a, you know, there's a whole controversy around Tibet and China and their relationship and, and all that stuff. And China's a huge, you know, uh, box office draw for Marvel. And so they didn't want to, uh, yes. uh risk offending their audience especially a chinese audience because in china they can just say well we didn't like that thing in your film so we're not going to show it at all and they would lose out on you know hundreds of millions of dollars yeah it's a big market in china yeah it's, it's their number one market now it's yeah. crazy so, um, so i i understand that as well yeah so i understand why they did it and and i think tilda swinton was a good choice because it was also like okay if we're going to change you know, the race of the character, why not also change the gender and introduce more strong women into this universe uh, well, I, that's, I like that's that desperately it's needing more, them? you know, androgynous. That's true. Yeah, you know, it's not really, you know, a point if she's male or female in it. No. Well, but I think that's how, like, I think I think that's good, though. Like, if it is a female, I don't think that it should be necessarily, like, a point that, oh, look at this woman. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this strong <laughs> woman. You don't yeah, get many of those. Exactly. Because then it just becomes <laughs> pandering. Exactly. And well, they, I think and they, so, they, they sort of dropped the ball with his uh, girlfriend, though. Yeah. She, yes. she was very forgettable and disposable Especially, as well. Like, you got Rachel McAdams for it, man. Like. Yeah. Let her stretch her legs. Yeah, and I like her. Yeah, she's she's freaking great. Like I, I would have honestly I would have loved to see her as as Captain Marvel. Like she's not, you know, necessarily like, you know, built like a, a superhero or anything like that, but I think she would have made a great Captain Marvel. Granted, I also think Brie Larson is great, but Yes. Um I think like Brie Rachel La- McAdams I think Brie Larson is perfect. I do too. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I just I'm just saying, like before that happened, I thought that Rachel McAdams was one of the few actresses that could have played Captain Marvel. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and I think that she is an actress that would warrant her own movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you there too. Um, and so yeah, I I I agree that they they kind of wasted an opportunity there. Yeah, she she was very wasted. But again, she played the Carol Ferris part much better than uh, Blake Lively did in Green Lantern. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> co-worker that has you know a history of a past relationship that didn't work out boom done oh my god i know i'm telling you <laughs> it's everywhere uh, um and swap out the ancient one for ganthet anyway uh <laughs> but okay 
getting back to the ancient one, I felt like Tilda Swinton was pretty dry in this movie. I I really liked her. Yeah. I, Controversy aside, I really liked her. I I like her in general. Like I loved her in like Constantine and a lot of the other movies she's been in. I just felt like I don't know, like when when it was so they would there would be shots where it was like close up on Tilda Swinton's face and there was absolutely no movement. Like her eyebrows weren't moving, her mouth wasn't really moving, but she'd be talking and like trying to convey something, but then nothing would be happening on her face. Like I don't know, did you get that at all? No, I wasn't bothered by that. No, I didn't pick up on that either. No. I don't know. It's something I think it was the eyebrows and the mouth just that there was just a weird combination of stiffness that was odd to me, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm also sort of mesmerized by her. <laughs> so, That's fair. <laughs> so, I don't know. And and I did like, you know, how this movie just first scene, bam, there's magic. Yes. Yeah, I was into that too. Yeah. yeah it, it would be so hard to like maintain interest in this origin story if you had to wait all the way up until he got to freaking uh, uh, wherever the hell to see anything. Yeah, that would have been really boring. Well, and then if it would have yeah. been another like long chunk of time while he's training before it even shows anything there. Yeah. Oh, exactly. They, I think they did a good job of like, okay, she's gonna li- like. First of all, there's a magic fight at the beginning. Second of all, when he first comes there, she's going to show him a bunch of magic at first. Yeah. You know, just to to give him an a, a you know a taste of it and us so that we you know so that we're continuously seeing magic even when it's not actively like explained or being used, which is cool. Totally. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. It's kind of like, I guess it's like the Batman Begins approach to telling an origin story, right? Mm. Or Deadpool even. Sure. Yeah. Because it's like you just intersperse it with like cuts to action, even though they, you know, like spend half the movie getting to a point where they can do anything. They're still, you know, showing you stuff, whether it's through flashbacks or you know, in the case of Doctor Strange through other people being active, like that's a good that's a good way to approach it. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think of uh old Benedict's uh Cumberbatch's American accent? Uh it was a little weird at first, but I it, it really didn't bother me. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I got used to it pretty quick. I, I couldn't tell if because yeah, like you see a guy like that where you you know his voice so well and then it's a different accent coming out of him. And so like, as I was watching it, like I, I was having a hard time with it at first, but I couldn't tell if it was because it wasn't fully convincing or if it was just because I'm so used to him being British. Well, he also, he definitely put like a very upper class, upper New class York person. Affect, exactly. He, yeah. Affectation on there. So, so I think that could in and of itself probably was a little challenging. I feel yeah. like when he would start a sentence, it would feel like, it was going to come out British just because of <laughs> like how you said that he kind of put a little posh spin on it, but yeah. So so that was a little weird, but obviously I've seen him in other movies where he's had an American accent and even a Southern accent, oh, and that interesting. and that wasn't weird. But this it did kind of feel a little off, but overall it didn't really bother me. Huh. I've I've never seen him in uh, a movie where he plays an American person. Oh, the um, I think the movie was called Assange County. Oh, or something. No, uh, the Fifth Estate, where he plays Julian Assange. Oh wait, no, Julian no. Assange is an American. No, this is it's a drama movie. Oh, gotcha. It's one of those dramas. 
Yeah, no. Drama. It's it's a really, really good movie. I highly recommend it. I'm trying to find the actual name. Uh, while you're while you're looking that up, uh, I'll 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 pose this question to Matt, and then you can answer it after you look that up. Matt, what'd you think of the uh, the little uh, Thor teaser at the end? Um, honest... I mean, do you think it's leading into Thor? Yes, it, it's been stated as such. Uh, honestly, that that to me was a little bit like too on the nose. In which way? Uh, like, it's kind of like I don't know. I mean, because they said that was from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't see that. That's that. Yeah, okay, he, so that's cool. So they they have Thor, confirmed that Doctor Strange is in the movie. Thor Thor's wearing the same clothes in that scene as he does in Ragnarok. Yeah, so okay. feels a little on the nose to me. You know, I, what I liked about what you know that I liked, I I would have much preferred if they would have done that just to keep the other one, the other the other secret teaser, the other post credit scene. I don't know. I mean, yeah. otherwise it was fine. Like, yeah, totally. I'm am I excited to see Doctor Strange in the Thor movie. Yeah, but also on the other hand, like. I already kind of know that Doctor Strange is going to interact with the other Avengers at some point here. So it's not like any big surprise. Yeah, I think that one was more for general audiences. And I think that's why they front loaded that one and then saved the other one for later. So that because Thor has been their lowest grossing franchise. Right. Um, And so I think they're probably trying to like give people a reason to go and see the new one, maybe. Oh, man. All they have to do is be like, Mark Ruffalo's in it and everybody's going to go see it. That's true. (laughs) Um, which I mean, the way the way that they're loading that movie, I think there's there's going to be no reason for anybody not to see it because fuck man, what yeah. more could they do? I no, think I'm that, totally I think on that board. It's gonna just knock everybody's socks off. I think that's gonna. Be I agree. It. I think that's gonna be the next Guardians of the Galaxy. The more I think about it, like, and they really haven't even shown us hardly anything. But like, the more I just think about it in my head and the possibilities there, I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Well, it's just I mean, like, regardless of that, like. I, I I maybe I have blind faith, but I have absolute blind faith in Taika Waititi. Yes, to, to make a good movie, I do too. Like I mean, and you have more reason to believe in him than I do. Like I haven't seen most of his movies, but I I still like I think that that just that direction and that vibe that I get from him and and everything that's changed since he came on board. Have you with still the film? Have you still not seen Hunt for the Wilder People? I still haven't. Oh, oh my buddy. god, watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. You're gonna love that movie. And watch What We Do in the Shadows, because, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, and I'll, I will watch both of those. They're they're on my <laughs> list. They're so good. That, uh, guy, that guy really is. He, he's just... Anyway, I've already put him, put him <laughs> up on high enough of a pedestal. But, yeah, uh, no, he's the best. So, yeah. I don't know. With that, I, to, 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 to go back to your question... Um, I don't know, because I like the teasers. Like, I didn't like the teaser where Thanos, like, grabs the gauntlet and he's like, I'll do it myself. I was like, yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, that was a dumb no, teaser. Yeah. No shit you're going to do it yourself. We <laughs> expected that. Glad you grabbed that fucking empty glove. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, why don't you show... I like the teasers that are moderately unrelated, right? Like, Yeah. Like the one where it teased Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah, most of the teases have been pretty good. I mean, like the the one after uh, the first Avengers movie when uh, the other gives the news to Thanos, that yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of the beginning. Yeah, oh, or yeah. or Loki walking uh, Selvig in to look at the Tesseract. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot that are that they were really good. Yeah, you can do some good stuff with them, but. Yeah, yeah. Am I stoked to see like Doctor Strange like gonna help out Thor find Odin? Yeah, that's cool. But 
I'm also going to probably see pretty much that exact same scene in the in the movie itself. Yeah. Well, but that's I mean that's the yeah. same way that uh the Winter Soldier uh scene at the end of Ant-Man was. Yeah, and I didn't particularly care for that one either. That's fair. Yeah. I, no, I, I wanted to see like it. space and then like slow pan. The final frontier. And then slow pan over and then see just like red flash fly across space and then have it like pan down to earth and have it just be a silhouette of captain marvel f- like floating in space over earth like that'd be oh, fucking cool that yeah. would be so cool i want to see or something like that you know like like really yeah. like like go big on your on your things but don't show anything i think that's the other thing i like about it too is just don't tell us what's going to happen next show yeah. us these show us these yeah. images that we may or may not know what that means I'm betting with Captain Marvel, what they're going to do is just have her in Infinity War uh, and then like have her literally just show up and not explain herself or like give a vague tease. And then, you know, in the Captain Marvel movie, they'll kind of like tell a bit of where she came from or like what she was doing right before that. I hope not. I hope they I hope they I hope they origin story up real like two minutes and then just get on with the story. Yeah, (laughs) I I agree with that. Or they or they. Or I, I bet you anything they're going to drop a tease of her in Guardians. I hope so. That could be it. I don't know, though, because she, she was cast after Guardians wrapped. Yeah, but they can still have the post credit scenes. Yeah. They can be filmed all That's the way true, up That's true, yeah. Uh, you know what I did like, though, wrapping around back to Guardians, is in the uh, in that little Guardians teaser trailer, uh, Nebula looks... Ruth's little jacket. Fucking awesome. Nebula yeah. does look awesome. No, I don't... I, Baby Groot, I'm on the fence on about Baby Groot, but uh, but look at his little jacket with its one buckle. Uh, I don't like <laughs> cute. I don't like lo- cute. I don't like cute so much. So I love I cute. Love yeah, I do too. Everybody else loves cute. I don't particularly love. Cute. But at the same time, I'm still like everything else looks cool. But yeah, that's baby CG. I don't know. We'll see. Rockets even cute. Yeah, but rockets. Yeah, rockets. Cute. Snarky little badass. Yeah, but he's bad. still adorable. <laughs> badass raccoon. A little raccoon. It's cute. Little punk. I did like that Guardians. How he kind of went a little punk with all the imagery and stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked uh, Yondu's enormous mohawk. Totally. Yeah, that looked really cool. <laughs> so cool. I wonder how they're going to explain that. Are they just going to go, "Oh yeah, this thing's a changeable piece on my head," or is it like a weird, like growing, like bioorganic weird thing? Love it though, it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. But be, before I forget here, um, that Benedict Cumberbatch movie is called August Osage County. Huh. Interesting. And it's really super fucking depressing, but he's really good at it, <laughs> and he has an American sort of southern twang going on, and he's actually pretty good. Interesting. Well, okay. You, get, you guys want to? Uh, you guys want to give your Doctor Strange a rating? Well, really quick. Did you notice the gloves that uh, he was wearing in that post credit scene? I did. Yes. What do you think of them? They were gloves. Yeah. I thought they looked fucking weird. He had gloves on. No, he has gloves. Well, he's got his finger. Know. His hands are all scarred up. I think there's probably a reason there. But I know, but they're like they're like fucking yellow, and like they they fit, they looked like you couldn't really grab anything comfortably wearing them. Well, they were they were leather gloves, so yeah, yeah. That's just I I don't know that looked weird anyway. <laughs> no, that didn't bother me. So uh, yeah, what what uh, what do you guys want to? What's your rating? Oh. Hmm. I'll give it two out of three sanctums. Were there there were three sanctums, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> New York, 
London. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Okay. How about you, Rachel? Mm, I don't know. I just don't know. Rachel doesn't know <laughs> how she felt about it. Rachel doesn't know. Rachel doesn't know. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to give it eight out of ten Dormammu deaths. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Rachel, you can go with Infinity Stones. There's six of them. Uh, You'll have to get real creative when you rate Infinity War. That's true. <laughs> what if I want to save that? <laughs> I'd give it. I'd give it however many Thanos limbs. Uh, I'll give it. Mm, God, I don't even know. I was hoping. You're think- I, I was hoping the mindless ones would show up. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Well, while Rach is thinking about that, I did notice that uh, they kept the trend alive of somebody losing a uh, a limb. Who lost a limb? Uh, that the librarian lost his freaking head. I guess that's not a limb, but that's not really a limb. No, he was dismembered. That's a appendage. Yeah. Well, and there was the uh, the fake ancient one that had the hand missing, I guess. But it oh. wasn't. I guess it wasn't yeah. shown on screen. That that's true. That is a good just, point. Just out of five. Out of five, <laughs> I give out of, it out of eighteen. I give out it out of six. Out of that movie's in like three years. No one will remember this. Oh, no, I don't want to do the Infinity Stones, but I'm going to stick okay, with fine. five. Okay, fine. Don't do the Infinity Stones. I won't. I'll give it three point. Two out of five disposable Marvel villains. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> zinger! Nice. I don't know how many there actually are, but nice. we'll, we'll go with five. I was also gonna gonna suggest uh, 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 fangled up Doctor Strange fingers. <laughs> His phalanges. His phalanges. <laughs> Poor phalanges. <laughs> Poor, poor flanges. Not his oh, flanges. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't give my ketchup because holy shit, we're uh, yeah, we're hitting that moment. So um, we're getting pretty long. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up here unless you wanna unless you have any final thoughts. No, I, I was just gonna say, let us know what you thought of Doctor Strange by uh, tweeting us at Savage Land Pod or sending us an email to uh, us at savagelandpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at. Uh, Savage Land Podcast and Twitter at Savage Land Pod. And leave us a review or a rating on iTunes, por favor. And have and a great day. We did it. We did it. We did it. Hooray. <laughs> R.I.P. Leonard Cohen. If you are the dealer. I'm out of the game. If you are the healer, means I'm broken and lame. If thine is the glory, then mine must be the shame. You want it darker. We kill the flame. Magnified, sanctified, be thy holy name. Vilified, crucified in the human frame A million candles burning for the help that never came You want it darker Hey, nanny, hey, nanny I'm ready, my lord